welcome back to Music is the Drug, the Cowboy Junkies podcast. I'm Dave Bowler and I write the biography of Cowboy Junkies, Music is the Drug. Today, with the help of Michael Timmins and Alan Anton, we're going all the way back to Whites Off Earth now and looking at their version of Bruce Springsteen's State Trooper. On first glance, Springsteen looks a little out of place amid material by John Lee Hooker, Robert Johnson, Lightning Hopkins et al. But as Mike says, look a little closer and he fits right in amongst them. I don't know why, why we, I mean, I know why we did the song. I'm not, can't remember when we were collecting the songs for the actual album, how our, our choice went. We didn't have a whole lot of choices. We were a very, very young band. You know, we'd only been together, uh, you know, less than a year, maybe six months by the time we recorded that record. And um, so I think we just went with the best, you know, whatever recordings we got best of. I don't remember even recording, overly recording. We we, we recorded just again a single day with Peter Moore in our, this one was with, What's up with now was then in our garage. Um, so we just kind of chose the best songs that we felt we could handle. And we are a very young band as far as, you know, playing goes. Pete, you know, Pete had literally just started playing drums. Margo had just started singing. The style that we were sort of getting into was fresh and new for all of us. So, I mean, State Trooper for sure, the reason we picked the song was because Nebraska, which is the, the album that comes off, the Springsteen album that comes off of, was a really fundamental record for us. Like that, that record and... Uh, Muddy Waters, um, Folk Singer, and a couple of other albums were kind of our templates, right? They, they, that very quiet, still, spacey, intense, brooding <laughs> vibe. That's what we were going for right? when we were when we were forming the band and getting our sound together and sort of focusing in on it. Those were the records we listened to and said, "This is you know this this is where we want to sound. You know this is what we're this is what we're going for." So uh, Nebraska was you know very much that way. And we actually did a couple songs off Nebraska over the years. We did My Father's House as well. And we might have done one other too. But Trooper was one that just fell right into our wheelhouse at the time. You know, Al just sort of sat, sat on the groove and, and it was very simple for Pete to do. And I kind of just do, noodled around with my uh, with some feedback and slide and stuff. And, and then Margo was able to really s- just sit, sit in it and, and, and really give it the spooky, eerie vibe. And, you know, that song's still still in our live set. We don't play it a lot, but it's... Uh, it's it, we can we can we don't have to rehearse that one to get it back. We can just play it because it's so straightforward and, and really fun to play. You know, Springsteen comes from the great tradition of songwriters uh, of American songwriting, right? And and um, certainly Robert Johnson, who's all over that record, writes out all over our first record, and John Lee Hooker and. Muddy Waters and uh, Willie Dixon, you know, those, that's sort of the very, the, the vanguard of, of those songwriters, right? I mean, there's a, there's a generation before them, but there's, uh, but most of that stuff is lost and, and we don't know about it or we can, we, we, there's very few recordings. So, you know, the, the White's Offer Now was mainly about the blues, but it was sort of our beginning of exploration of tradition of songwriting, of American songwriters and, and Trinity sort of took it, that, that whole concept to the next level. But um, White Soft Earth Now was sort of the beginning of that. And we started with the beginning. Springsteen kind of crept in there um, just because of the, you know, it worked. It just, it just, it just sat, that, that, that song sat with, with, uh, with those other songs. You know, the State Trooper, it's about, you know, the American highway, about traveling, about moving, about, about the, the, the ghostly specters on the highway, about hitting the, that crossroads, right? Um, certainly he, he's, he's on the, the freeway, which, which, uh, which uh, Robert Johnson would have known or experienced or, or even known about because they weren't invented at the time, but he would have appreciated it. You know, he would have, 
he would have understood uh, State Trooper for sure. At the time, we were really into um, uh, the Nebraska record. And, uh, you know, to us, that was just a great blues record, very contemporary blues record. And um, so we, we, we had this idea that, you know, we should include something from here in our list of great blues songs. And so we chose that one just because it was, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a very simple one. And it's not about a relationship, it's about, you know, being caught by a cop on the highway and pleading your case and, and, and exposing your, you know, yourself to a stranger being police, the policeman while you're, you know, trying to get out of this thing, how it's going to ruin my life and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that just had a feeling of feeling of the, of the, the real blues kind of to it for us. And so, you know, when we, when we put it together with the other songs, it just came out like that. We we put a more a more blues spin on it for sure, instrumentally. And the, the the sort of the sound of the band is there right from the beginning because I mean you know what you're doing is the kind of thing that I don't know tethers it to planet Earth and then Mike's away doing that all that weird stuff that he does that's you know come come from out from out of nowhere. I mean that was there right from from that first record. Yeah, for sure. And like I've said before, you know, that went right before we did that record, we, there was another brother in the band playing guitar, rhythm guitar, who, you know, filled up a lot of the sound. And as soon as he left, the, the sound opened up and became what you hear on this record, basically. So the, the sound of that record really is new to us. We hadn't really been playing just the four of us for that long. So it was, uh, it was still fresh. As Alan says, John Timmons' departure and the move to a four-piece opened their sound up, with his bass becoming very much the heartbeat of things. Well, yeah, a lot of the songs in those days started with that because there wasn't much else to work with. You know, there's me and Mike, basically, as far as making melodic, melodic things go on. And, uh, you know, Mike was always interested in uh, taking off and, you know, playing atmospheric stuff and whatever, just soloing. So it was, it was kind of my job to do that. So given that... Um, you tend to come up with, you know, something right from the start that you can keep repeating that's going to be interesting and um, create a kind of a 
you know, a zenny sound. Yeah, and it's also the, the you know the, if you listen to the performance, it's you know us listening to each other. Like you can hear me playing to Margot, you know, playing playing to her lines and playing everybody's sort of you know just the dynamic of it. Even though it's a really low revving dynamic, it still kind of pulses a little bit, right? And uh, that and that's everybody listening and hearing where we are in the song and and Margot reacting to us and us re- reacting to Margot and. And that's, yeah, that's like the fundamental of what we do. It sounds like really simple and, and, and obvious, but so few bands do that. <laughs> so they just play their song and everybody plays this their part and, and uh, you compress the hell out of it when they record it. And it's one, 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 uh, you know, one dynamic, one, one level. And uh, that's, not, that's not what you're after. And that's why we got Peter Moore involved because, you know, we were very, we, we wanted to capture what we were playing. We wanted to capture what we were doing in our garage, what we were hearing in our garage. That's how we put it to him. That's what we want. That's what we want a record to sound like. And uh, so he came to our, our uh, band house at the time and his, his microphone had just arrived, his Calrec microphone, his ambisonic microphone and set it up and sat, he spooled wires out to the kitchen and sat in the kitchen while we were in the garage and, and listened on speakers and we just played and he recorded. And um, that song in particular, I have uh, a good memory of Peter, sort of breaking into the, st- the garage after we recorded it and going, what the hell is that noise? And he was, he was talking about my, my feedback slide guitar. He's like, I can't, he's, cause he's, he's not here. He can't see us. He's just hearing it. And he's, he was like, what, what's there's this weird noise happening in here? As well, that's my part. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. And going back, we didn't know him very well at the time either. So anyways, it was, it was a really, it was a fun recording. And that song we captured, I'm sure we probably played it once or twice for the recording and that's it. Cause it's just, it's just one that, it is what it is, you know, just we capture it and we move on. Peter Moore, I mean, well, I mean, he's been fundamental to, to you right the way through. I mean, he's still obviously producing those early records or recording those early records, however you want to you phrase it. But now, you know, you're still mastering your, uh, your stuff and all of that. Yeah, I mean, Peter's, you know, he's sort of the, one of the unwritten or unsung members of this band as far as you know especially the early days and 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 as you say continuing on he's he's always he always has a hand in production in some way and the mastering is a big part of it that a lot of people don't understand and uh, and also for me you know as as somebody to bounce production ideas and recording ideas off of like he peter's a, a real genius when it comes to um sound like literally literal sound and how it's captured and whether it be digital or analog and and the different ways of manipulating sound and you know you People know, you know, most most engineers know when you push this button on this piece of gear, it, it it you know the sound goes here. Peter knows why it goes there and how it goes there and and what's happening inside the unit and 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 you know to the point where you know there, I have conversations with him where I'm just like I kind of zone out because I have no idea what he's talking about. He can get so detailed about stuff, but he's really amazing about that stuff. And um, so he's been very fundamental, you know, because a lot of what we do is is about sound. It's just sound. It's just the the sound of the band and capturing just the way our instruments feel together. And that can be lost quite easily in a recording session. And, and Peter's great at, at not losing that or, 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 and if you want to lose it, he'll, he'll lose it too, but, but he knows how to get it back. And he knows, he knows why things are happening. Peter Moore plays his part on the band's most recent vinyl release, Sharon, the long lost junkies album of recordings that preceded the release of the caution horses. You can get a copy at cowboyjunkies.com. And while you're there, you can also pick up the most recent studio album, Songs of the Recollection. The authorised biography, Music is the Drug, is available from the band too. 
The Junkies are back on the road with tour dates coming up in Europe, Australia and New Zealand, plus a special New Year's Eve show in Saratoga. Keep checking the website for news of the shows. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, like it, share it, add reviews and anything else that will help spread the word. We really appreciate any support. If you're a Spotify user, you can follow our growing podcast playlist. All the details of that and everything else is in the show notes. We'll see you next week. Listen to my last prayer